Hello, this is Len Tengis welcoming you to the iPodcast AGCMO Weekly Podcast. In each episode, we'll feature information about a contractor, specialty contractor, supplier, contracting agency, owner, or legislative or regulatory issue pertinent to the construction industry in Missouri. We'll feature industry professionals and other construction industry representatives to help our listeners stay up to date with current and future trends in construction. So here we go. Welcome back to iPodcast AGCMO. Our guest today is Mike Rollo Jr. And Mike is the Vice President of Operations for Parrick Corporation. And he is also one of the officers on our AGC of Missouri board. So, Mike, thanks for taking the time to uh, come on the podcast today. Yeah, absolutely. And, and thanks, Len, for inviting me. Well, it's great to have you. Tell me how you got to Parrick, because I'm sure you just didn't roll out of the cradle and uh, they just wheeled you into Parrick and you started here, did you? No, no, that's not how it went down. So uh, <laughs> family has been in the construction business for uh a number of years. In fact, my great-grandfather, uh, when he immigrated here from Italy in the uh, early 1900s, started his own construction company. Was, you know, it, was it here in St. Louis? It was, C. Rollo. Okay. Uh, so C. Rollo was started in the early 1900s in the teens. So, you know, have grown up in the business and at a very young age was exposed to a lot of different things. And So they took you on the job sites and you got a little concrete in your it, shoes and stuff? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So, you know, worked in the yard as a young kid and so got a good experience that and it's definitely something in my blood, you know, and had even mm-hmm. uncles and cousins and things that, you know, kid, something's wrong with you. You know, do you, you sure you want to get into yeah. this business kind of thing? <laughs> Understand. Right. But now yeah, can't we run you out? Yeah. Yeah. yeah uh, I get but it. have had a passion for building. And uh, like I said, I think it's just something that's in my blood. And so I've, I've always been intrigued with construction and, and definitely knew that's what I wanted to do, you know, mm-hmm. when I when I grew up, so to speak. So coming out of school, I graduated from the University of Missouri and went away and, and worked for another larger general contractor. Was that with a construction degree or? Actually, I have a finance, more of a business, okay. yeah, business uh, degree, mm-hmm. which is extremely beneficial, even, mm-hmm. you know, for, for what I'm doing. Nonetheless, I was out of town for a little while and then looking to get back into, into St. Louis and, and wanted to, you know, work for a company that I could grow and talk to a number of different folks. And at the time, Perrick was doing a large development out in Winghaven, and this was back in the early 2000s. Yeah, when Paul was yeah. Paul. And, yeah. Yep, and Paul and, and Rick had just sold to Joe, and so I had a number of folks say, hey, you ought to look up Parrot Corporation. And I, I did. I interviewed with a number of folks and, and really just felt very comfortable at Parrot and, you know, started in 03 and, and uh, haven't looked back since and uh, have, have really enjoyed my time here. So what does the vice president of operations at Peric do on a daily basis? Well, it, there's what don't no, you do, Yeah, I was right? going to say there's no two days uh, that are the same, Len. It's, <laughs> you know, it's, it's funny. I, I, I wish I could explain some of the things that I get to do. But, um, you know, the, the, um, the joy that I used to have with being on a project and building, you know, those days are, you know, fewer and farther in between. And now it's, it's more about the people, mm-hmm. which, is, which is something – that uh, I really enjoy and have a passion for as well is helping others, you know, in their career path and helping them grow as individuals and as, as leaders. 
Well, this is a people business at the end of the day. I mean, the projects are certainly the projects are concrete, steel, and wood, but at the end of the day, it's a service organization. It's about the people who you can bring to the project. Yeah, absolutely. It truly is. And, you know, I've been very blessed that I've gotten to work with a number of great mentors, great people here at Parrick, very supportive, very knowledgeable, extremely bright, that have helped me and shape my career path along the way. But yeah, it is. It's still people-driven business and a relationship-driven business. Yeah. What sort of projects are you working on right now? Well, we have a bunch of projects, you know, really scattered as we've grown. Really, we're in 14 different states right now. St. Louis is still certainly our home, and, and we're going to continue to be invested in this community. You know, we've uh, recently opened an office on the other side of the state in Kansas City, which has been exciting and uh, continue the growth and continue the opportunities uh, for those that are working, you know, at Peric. Looking ahead where Peric is going and growing, what sort of growth do you see ahead or what sort of challenges do you see for Peric or for the industry in general? You know, I think right now from where we're positioned here in in early 23, 23 looks very, very strong. You know, backlogs are good with 23. And, and then even as you get into 24, uh, you get beyond that, it might get a little fuzzy, right? But, you know, I think the economy and things if, is certainly going to play a role here in some of these deals that I think we're starting to see a little bit already, you know, with the interest rates on the rise, cost of construction is certainly uh, on the rise, mm-hmm. you know, and you put those things together, you know, some of the developer-driven deals and and things that, you know, the performers and things just, you know, aren't going to pencil out. Yeah, the ROIs on those spreadsheets change pretty quickly. You bet, right? And so I think I think that's where we'll start to see some things, you know, uh, soften a bit, a bit. Well, Mike, I know you've talked about trying to grow Peric, and I know that really you talked about diversification, but the whole idea that Peric really started as a wastewater company doing wastewater projects and now you're into senior living and all these other sort of things that's really the history of this company yeah for sure it uh yeah wastewater and design build before it was really popular you know in the design build office back in the in the 80s with paul and rick yeah diversity has been something that you know we've been you know not specifically niche focused into one or two you know being able to be diverse be a little bit nimble has been extremely beneficial and you know with some of the headwinds that we maybe talked about with you know the rising cost of construction interest rates those sorts of things and looking at you know we recognizing that several years ago again with leadership looking at we need to diversify into some additional markets uh, has been really beneficial for us so that's really been a history of your leadership is that focus on diversifying and being able to serve multiple markets absolutely yeah is that part of the geographic expansion or is it different types of work or both Both. directions yep both directions len yeah and you know to um, kind of that mutual fund so to speak right but uh, senior living has been a big strong market for us in the past and really since covid it's been it's gotten hammered and today we don't really have a whole lot of senior living which has required us to you know look into other market sectors, you know, to, to kind of bridge those, um, you know, bridge those gaps. Yeah, Peric really started out in wastewater and all that sort mm-hmm. of stuff. So it really has had a history mm-hmm. of diversification in a different market. So I guess it's a continuation or a modernization of that history, isn't it? For sure. Yeah, for sure. With all the things that you're doing 
as VP of operations with every day being a new day and trying to grow Peric across 14 states and into <laughs> new markets. Why in the world did you decide you wanted to be an officer at AGC in Missouri? Good question. Good question. No, <laughs> it's I, too late to quit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, you know, the AGC has something that, uh, again, I go back to, you know, when I was a kid and, and seeing the AGC, I didn't completely understand, you know, what it was and, and the organization. And, and uh, But, you know, you looked around and all of these great leaders within the construction industry, all all were part of this club, you know, kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And it was, what, what what is that? So you start you know, learning. And, and I had an opportunity several years ago to start getting involved in some committees and meeting different folks. And, you know, the, um, what did they change the new thing? Cocktails and cocktails and connections. connections yeah, it used to be the annual up, reception. Right, right. The annual reception was, a you know, an event that you look forward to every year. And, you know, you just to, uh, to come and meet and greet and, you know, get, uh, get to know some of the peers within the industry. So, so that's really how it kind of started getting into the AGC. And then you look at there's a great group of general contractors, in particular in St. Louis. I mean, there's really a lot of good, um, you know, strong generals. And, yes, we're competitors, but, you know, some of the things, we're all facing the same struggles. And uh, learning from the peers and seeing what, um, you know, what we can take from one another and, and um, you know, really get through some issues together has been beneficial. And, and I've enjoyed my time in participating in some of those committees and groups and things. And then I think the other thing, probably more or most recently in my, with my involvement was um, more around the legislation. Mm-hmm. Um, really just didn't have a full grasp on how much and how influential the AGC is down in Jefferson City, which is really, you know, helping, helping us contractors in that. So that, that's been something that's been a surprise. It's been, I shouldn't say a surprise, but I just didn't realize the depth there and uh, how beneficial that is. I think it is a surprise to a lot of people because, like you said, when we do member surveys, networking always comes out as the number one issue, the relationships and the people. But on the legislative side, a lot of times it's the things that we stop from happening that are just as important as the things we make happen. Yeah. And, and it's hard to communicate that and it's hard to publicize it until you show up at the state capitol and you start to see some of the things that are really going on it is a little eye-opening for mm-hmm. a lot of folks. It certainly was for me, yeah. Well, that's good. So were you at one of the contractor speak-up days, or did you go to the main legislative day, or is I, it just sort to, of the things you've heard about Yeah, at I've the been board to a few meetings? different events, and then it's just, you know, with serving on the board, it's just the overall awareness on things that, um, you know, we get updates on that are that are coming up, right, that most of the public may not know yet, or, you know, things that are uh, that the AGC is working on our behalf to, you know, to either make happen or to you know to try to not make happen if it's you know not benefiting uh, its members so yeah i mean we saved prevailing wage a couple of years ago we are now working on getting the third lane on i-70 back and forth so you can get between the st louis office and the kansas yeah. city office a little easier <laughs> yeah there you go so yeah. hopefully we can make that happen but those are the sort of things that you know, Tom Huster this year, his big campaign is active involvement and a lot of those things, and you're experiencing it, when you do get actively involved, you realize the value. Yeah, you, you get out of it what you put in, right? And, and if you, like anything, you know, if you lean in and you give something, you, you definitely get, you know, more in return. So, and that's been my experience. 
Oh, that's great. Well, we sure look forward to continuing to work with Peric. Is there anything else you wanted to share with folks today as far as your experience or what they could do to uh, try to help improve the industry? I think biggest thing I would say is um, really just encouraging folks to get into this industry. It's a tremendous industry in all aspects, whether you're in the field or you're in the office. There's so many different opportunities and very, very rewarding. So really, I would my ask or my, would be to grab your neighbor, grab your, your friend, your son, your daughter, whoever, and, and encourage them, whether it be a life in the trades or, or to get into the business because we need you. And like I said, I, I think it's a very, very rewarding business to be in. And not everybody comes up from a family like yours, so you do have to have that extra encouragement to help people understand that you don't have to come from a family background. The Mm -hmm. industry is very welcoming to anybody right now. Absolutely. Absolutely. Mike, thanks very much. I really appreciate it and appreciate your willingness to help AGC in Missouri grow like you're trying to make Parrot grow. Yeah. Thanks, Len. Appreciate it. Thanks again for listening. It's easy to subscribe to iPodcast AGCMO on almost any podcast platform that you use. We hope you do subscribe and continue to listen as we move forward with this important project for the construction industry. To access our prior podcasts, visit www.agcmo.org, not only for podcasts, but for additional information about AGC of Missouri.